Coming up next on The Jeff Curley Show, we're going to take a deep dive into getting your message across with an expert on persuasion, his journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crowley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, let's be honest. I think we're all in the business of persuasion. You're always selling someone on something. You're selling a boss. You're selling an employee. You're selling a coworker. You're selling a wife. You're selling a kid on, on doing his homework. You're selling a cop on not giving you a ticket. It's all about persuasion and having that confidence and I'm going to just say chutzpah to get your message across. To talk about that today, somebody who knows a lot about that, Shane Reed. He's an expert on persuasion. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Jeff, so much for having me here. I'm Thrilled. Well, I want to have the audience appreciate your backstory because you had to exercise the art of persuasion at the highest level. You're a, a former assistant uh, U.S. attorney? Yes. Yeah, for 30 years, I was in the courtroom prosecuting criminals and also defending the government in civil cases. So I have seen the highest stakes persuasion battles take place. And not only have I been a part of some of them, but I've watched other great trial lawyers do it as well. And I've never been to law school, but I'm told they do a great job teaching you the law. They don't necessarily teach you the techniques of persuasion and, and courtroom, um, you know, protocol, do they? Yeah. So I guess how I got here, it's a very quick story, but I had my first trial out of law school and it did not go very well. And I wanted to see what great trial lawyers were doing. And I thought they would be doing what I did just at a much higher level. And I realized they were doing something completely different from whatever I've been taught in law school. And so I did not want to make that same mistake again, nor did I want other attorneys to make that mistake. So I wrote six textbooks for lawyers about courtroom skills and persuasion. And Jeff, what I realized that these great trial lawyers did that was not in taught at law school was they knew the brain science behind persuasion. They knew how to tell compelling stories that captivated, educated, and motivated juries. And the third thing they did is they made complicated ideas simple. So that all morphed after I wrote those textbooks for lawyers. I took all that knowledge and I put it into a book for business professionals about how to persuade, and make presentations and speak in public. And I think you're so right. His, his book is called Winning at Public Speaking. And this is a must-read book for every CEO in America because even if you're just presenting something in front of a boardroom, you gotta, you got to show it with confidence, don't you? Right. So studies have shown that people who speak well in public are perceived more knowledgeable and trustworthy than those that don't. So, I mean, why wouldn't you want that competitive advantage no matter what persuasion battle you're in. Yeah, I love your social media because he's always creating these wonderful videos. Here's one now. I wanna share with you three tips 
that I guarantee will improve your ability to persuade no matter what setting you're in. And we have a little roadmap today on this journey. The first stop, the first tip is to tell a compelling story. A neuroscientist out of Princeton University did a study of our brains and he found that when you're telling a compelling story, you are on the same wavelength as the person listening to the story. Think about that. If you tell a compelling story, you're actually on the same wavelength as the person you're talking to. Wouldn't you want to take advantage of that persuasion skill if you could do it? Our second stop is use the rule of three. Boil down your argument or what you're presenting down to three ideas. Leonardo da Vinci said, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. You know what Abraham Lincoln said if he had eight hours to chop down a tree? He spent the first six hours sharpening his axe. Our third stop on our journey to using persuasive tips is to use creative visual aids. I want to give you a couple examples that I think will really change the way you can present your information. Think of ways you can turn your story into something visual whenever you can, wherever you are, whoever your audience is. Here is why. The left side of the brain receives oral information. The right side, visual. If you're only speaking, you're only engaging your audiences half of their brain, not the entire brain. To increase our retention to 65% three days later, all we have to do is use pictures. Let's be interesting and creative. And if we're interesting and we're creative and we back it up with facts, we are going to win the persuasion battle no matter what our setting is. Thank you very much for having me. I can see why you're such a popular speaker. I should also brag about Shane because, you know, he didn't just read, write one book. He, he writes a book every five minutes, I think. We're going to pull up his, uh, his book page off of his website, and as we scroll down this, obviously there's the, the current title. But how many books have you written total? I think it's a total of seven. Okay. Man, that's a lot. And a lot of them were uh, aimed at lawyers. Yes. So my first six were lawyers, and then this last one for business professionals, anyone who wants to learn how to be a better communicator. Well, give me an idea what your perfect client looks like. Is it a, a CEO who shows up awkwardly to the world? Is it a C-suite executive who just got promoted to boss? Right. So it's two of those. I guess it's the individual CEO who may have a keynote speech coming up and wants to make it just dynamic and memorable and have something that people talk about you know, weeks and months after they give that speech. And then also at businesses where I go in and work with teams one-on-one -on -one to develop their persuasion skills, how they're gonna get their message across, how to listen and how to be dynamic, and most importantly, all right, get results. That's the whole key. And one of the points you made is that the, the person who is listening to the message has got to feel like you empathize that they that you're on the same page, right? Right. So that's in the first part of my book, Jeff, and you do it so well. You have to speak from your heart to persuade. If you're not doing that, you're going to lose the communication battle. And so it's an approach. It's a style. It's just a whole way of thinking about sure. uh, communication.
communicating that we haven't been seen in, in, in the real world. And I, I remember when I was growing up, you could maybe name, you know, five CEOs on one hand. <laughs> These days, CEOs have become rock stars. They're on CNBC and Fox Business all the time. And, and they actually have to be very good at it. Otherwise, you look at the ticker symbol right beneath them, and their, their ticker symbol can plunge if they're not showing up to the world the right way. That's exactly right. So studies have shown that the human brain has a eight-second attention span. The goldfish has an attention span of nine seconds. So if you don't capture the attention and keep their attention, you're going to lose the communication battle immediately because people have so much other things to do. So I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah, there you go. Perfect. So you set that up. <laughs> so we have about two minutes left. Uh, why don't you leave the audience with some final thoughts, final takeaways? I think the most important thing you can do at your next presentation is realize, Jeff, it's not about you. It's about listening. So you're not giving a presentation. You're actually there to listen. And you want to get those hard questions from the people you're trying to persuade. Because if you don't get the hard questions you're not listening, you're not going to win the persuasion battle. And then once you find out what the problem they have that needs to be solved, then you start the communication process, speak from the heart, and listen carefully, and you can solve their problem. Outstanding. You've been an amazing guest. We're going to end with the website, which is shanereed.com. Shane, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Jeff, so much. You bet. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.